Tonight, I want to turn your attention just to one, one uh, verse of Scripture tonight in Psalms chapter 31 and verse 12. I will not keep you long tonight. I'm generally about 20 to 25 minutes. And if you help me, I may even be shorter than that tonight. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I do want to say it, it is an honor to stand behind this pulpit. The quality of preaching that we hear each and every service is unlike anywhere else you can go. Amen. Amen. Psalms 31 and verse number 12. The psalmist David writes and he says, I am forgotten as a dead man and I am out of mind. I am like a broken vessel. Amen. If you put your Bibles down, lift your hands one more time to heaven. God, let your anointing fill this house. Anoint our minds, anoint our hearts. God, help us to hear, help us to receive. God, give us your words to speak. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Give the Lord one more hand clap of praise as you're being seated tonight. Certainly each and every one of us know the story of King David. He was the young shepherd boy that was anointed to be king. And he was the young shepherd that slew the giant Goliath. He was the man that went out when nobody else would. He went out and he saw the giant standing and whatever you want to say, he was challenging. He was putting forth a challenge before the children of Israel. And yet every man of war there was scared. And he began to look around and said, what's going on? Why are you afraid of this Philistine? And we find in the Bible that they begin to get mad at him because he had the nerve to stand up. He had the nerve to question why we're scared. Why we're not moving whenever we know we serve a God that's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, and above all that we could ask or think. Can I get an amen tonight? Hallelujah. We find in this chapter that I read to you in Psalms tonight that he is not that same David. He is not the same David that stood up and said, is there not a cause? Is there not a reason to stand up and fight? But he is a man at this point in his life where he's feeling sorry for himself. And certainly each and every one of us, I believe, in this house tonight has had that place in our life where we thought, God, I am of no use to anybody. God, what am I even doing? We've had the mentality of we just walk down the road just kicking a can. Nobody likes me. I just, I just, I don't know what to do anymore. The psalmist David writes, I am forgotten as a dead man out of mind. I'm like a broken vessel. Certainly we understand that when something is broken, it's of no more value. It's of nothing to be except to be thrown away. A vessel that's broken cannot hold anything, cannot contain anything. To him, he was worthless. You see, his son Absalom had come to kill him, had come to take his throne. And you know, I don't know how many of us would feel tonight if somebody in our family came to kill us. But I know it wouldn't be very good. You see, each and every one of us go through trials. Each and every one of us go through situations that sometimes we just don't understand. But I've come to tell you tonight that God is able to take care of you in your time of need. God is able to reach you at the point of your breaking. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 
each and every one of us go through trials. I have seen people that I thought they were the strongest go through trials. And I understand that each and every one of us go through things. Please don't misunderstand me with that. But the way that you handle your trial determines your outcome. You don't come to church whenever you're going through trials. And you come and you sit and say, God, move me. God, I'm hurting right now. God, do something in my life. You don't do that. When you come into church and you just walk forward and say, God, I'm pouring myself out to you. God, I might be broken right now, but I know the peace speaker. I might be going through the hardest storm, the hardest trial in my life, but my God is able. Hallelujah. I wish there was somebody in this house tonight that knows your God is able. Hallelujah. Each and every one of us have had times in our lives where we thought God didn't hear us. That's true, brother. Times that God, He just ignored us. He forgot about us. And yet those same people that I thought were so strong, they sat there and they wouldn't move. And coldness and bitterness and things that they never should have allowed in their life begin to creep in and I've seen the enemy come and just begin to rob just a little by little by little no you know what it wasn't something fast that just came in but it was just something small you see oh God I don't know what's going on in anybody's life tonight. I promise you that. And maybe I've completely missed it. But I felt in my spirit when pastor asked me this afternoon to preach. That there was somebody in this house that's going through something that you don't know the answer. That you don't know what you're going to do. And there's a God that's saying tonight, bring your cares. Bring your worries. Bring your fears to me, for I am easy. My yoke is easy and my burden's light. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jeremiah 18 and 13 says, Then I went down to the potter's house. And behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again, another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as the potter? Saith the Lord, Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hand. Can I tell you tonight, we don't like being messed with. We don't like being changed. We don't like saying, well, we like to say, God, use me. God, change me the way that you want me to be. Until he starts to do it. God, why are you putting me through this trial? God, why am I going through this? God, haven't I always done what I thought was right, what your word says? Can I tell you, there was another man named Job. The Bible says that he was perfect before the Lord, that he was good. And yet he went through trials. He went through things that we just can't even imagine. 
We don't want to go through the molding. We don't want to go through the fire that burns out every, every problem, every situation, every impurity in our life. But sometimes we just have to trust the potter. You see, in America, we're taught to not show weakness. We're taught that if you're going to be a man, you better not cry. You better not show somebody that you're broken. That you're hurt. Because it's looked on as a sign of weakness. But can I tell you tonight that under God that is a sign of strength. Under God it is a sign of strength. Because the Bible says in Psalms 51 and 17 the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A a broken and contrite heart. Can I tell you that if you want to get God's attention. If you want tonight to let God move in your life. He's not interested in how stoic you can be. Can I tell you I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of coming into church with things going on in my life. And instead of me worshiping I take it out on God. God if you really love me you wouldn't let me go through this. Because we don't understand. James 4 and 6 says, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace to the broken. Can I tell you, I'm not getting much deeper than this tonight. This is, this is as deep as it's going to get. But I'm trying to tell somebody tonight that there's strength in your brokenness. There's strength whenever you feel like you're empty. There's strength whenever you don't know what to do. Can I tell somebody tonight that God is your strength? Jesus' name, Jesus' name. Even Jesus was broken. Even Jesus. If it be possible, let this cup pass from me. I don't want to go through this. I don't want this pain. I don't want this suffering. I don't want this trial, this tribulation. But nevertheless, nevertheless, not my will. Thy will be done. Anybody feel that way tonight? Does anybody feel that way, God, when I don't understand what I'm going through? I'm still going to trust you. God, have your way in my life. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. In ancient Japan, there's a, there's a method by the name of Kintsugi. It is a Japanese form of repairing broken pottery. They would mix gold and precious metals in a resin, a glue. And they would begin to piece these broken pieces back together. I remember, I believe it was February 1st, I looked it up this morning or this afternoon. February 1st. Around midnight, one o'clock in the morning, I had, I woke up with a single thought back in 2015. Something more valuable once it had been broken. That's the first time anything like that had happened to me. And I'm going to tell you, Google is a pretty good study tool. 
Because I typed that phrase in right there. And it popped up, Kintsugi, something I'd never heard of before in my life. And I began to read on it, begin to study on it. And it said that the ancient Japanese would mix that gold, that metal in with resin. And they would begin to piece those, the pieces of pottery back together. And when it would do that, you see, every time something's broken, we want to put it back together. But we, we don't want it to be broken anymore. We want it to look new. We want to hide our scars. We want to hide what's been going on in our life. But they began to put this together, and then they began to see something that was more beautiful once it had been broken. Something that highlighted the scars. Something that highlighted things that were messed up, the imperfections. But you see, once this, once this process, Kitsugi, had been applied to something, it was no longer considered the country of its origin. If it came from Italy, it was no longer considered an Italian vessel. It was forever considered Japanese. Can I tell somebody tonight that when you bring your broken life to God, and God begins to put those pieces back together, you're no longer of this earth, but you are of Jesus. You are blood-bought. You are sanctified. Oh, come on, somebody. Jesus. Hallelujah. As we all stand tonight, I told you I wasn't going to be long. But I do have a question tonight. If you're going through a trial that you don't understand. If you're going through something that you don't see the way out. I've come to tell you tonight that God is the answer. Jesus says, bring your cares to me. All you that are weary and heavy laden. Oh, come on somebody. Why don't you lift your hands, lift your voice unto God right now. Can I tell you, God is calling somebody tonight. Oh, come on, somebody. God, I don't understand why I'm going through this, but I'm going to trust your will. I don't understand this problem, this trial, but God, here I am. Oh, Jesus, we need you, we need you.